0: Welcome to Day 30 of Rockcliffe's 365 Days of the Bible. Today I want to share with you a highlight from our readings from Exodus chapter 1 through 3, but with a focus on Exodus chapter 2, verses 23 to 25. During those many days the king of Egypt died, and the people of Israel groaned because of their slavery and cried out for help. Their cry for rescue from slavery came up to God, and God heard their groaning And God remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. God saw the people of Israel, and God knew. So, what's interesting here is that the people are crying out, and we're told that it reaches God, and He remembers His covenant, and He looks at the people, and He knew. Now, some translations of Scripture will say He knew it was time to act, that it was the right time. And today, I want to talk to you a little bit about timing, because we, as humans, we only see what's right ahead of us, and we can only see what's right behind us. But God sees everything, all of time, right? He, 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 he doesn't have tunnel vision. He has an overhead view, right? It's like when you're driving down a road, you can only see where the road is going. But if you were in an airplane looking down on it You could see how the road branches off And all the different places it could go You could see the beginning of of the road And the end of the road And that's how God kind of views time And so it's not that he Didn't want to activate right away It's God knew that there was going to be an ideal time And sometimes for us we go But what about my ideal right now? What about what's good for me? And our faith is not so simple. Now, God loves you, and God wants to bless you, and God wants to look after you, and God's forgiven you. But his thought is also for everybody else as well. And so what we see here is that God picked the right timing. And we can actually find out why in Genesis chapter 15, verses 13 to 16. Because he told Abraham, your people are going to be slaves for about 400 years. And let me just read it for you. The Lord said to Abraham, Know for certain that your offsprings will be soldiers in a land that is not theirs, and will be servants there, and they will be afflicted for four hundred years. But I will bring judgment on the nation that they serve, and afterwards they shall come out with great possessions. As for yourself, you shall go to your fathers in peace. You shall be buried in a good old age. And they shall come back here in the fourth generation, for the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet complete. So it's not like God was just sitting and waiting for things to get really bad. He goes, okay, now I'm going to go and rescue them because they're crying hard enough. It's from the beginning of time, from the beginning of the established covenant, because in verse 15 of Genesis, or chapter 15 of Genesis, he's making this eternal covenant with Abraham. And he says right at the beginning, there's going to be a 400-year wait period, and it's because the sins of the Amorites aren't great enough for me to justifiably wipe them out. See, God is a God of justice. He's a God of purpose. And the the thing is, is, he waited 400 years as an act of mercy towards the Amorites. And we go, whoa, whoa, but they're not even his people. But we actually serve a God of justice and mercy intermingled perfectly. And that promise that he makes to Abraham, I think is one of mercy to the Amorites they're not so wicked that I could, in my justice, wipe them out. But then we're also told that during this time that Israel is growing into a mighty, powerful nation. And when they do leave Egypt, as we'll be reading later on in Exodus, they leave with so much, but they also leave with this assurance that their God is powerful, that their God can answer prayers, that their God is stronger and greater than any other supposed God of any other culture. Because he works in power. And as we get through more of Exodus, there's going to be some amazing moments that, that we can bank and reflect on. But I want you to know right now that if you're feeling discouraged because you think that God can't hear you, he can. He knows you and he sees you. And the question is, is during this time, during this season of waiting, during this time where you feel maybe stuck, are you going to trust in his promise? Are you going to trust that he will bring you to a better place? Are you going to trust, even if it's longer than you'd like, that you will see the promise that he's given you? Because these moments of waiting are just that. they are periods where our trust and our faith can grow and be built if we let them. I don't think God's going to make any of you wait 400 years to see (laughs) his blessing. But I hope that you'll trust him in this season if you are in a season of waiting that his goodness will come and the season of waiting might be that he's preparing a place or he's preparing a situation or he's preparing the hearts of people it might be that he's showing mercy to others in your life trust him his timing and his way may you be encouraged by the word and built up in spirit join us tomorrow as we look at another highlight from our daily readings until then be blessed